Welcome to the Cosmic Collective Podcast. I'm your host and psychic medium, Mads, and in this community, we talk about all things spiritual awakening, higher consciousness, and unlocking the path back to your soul. Welcome to the Collective. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited for this episode of Conscious Conversations, the little interview segment that we do here on the podcast. Today, we're talking with my good friend and business and spiritual mogul, Mimi Bouchard. She is the founder and CEO of Superhuman Meditations. It's an incredible meditation app, and I'll tell you a little bit about it at the end of today's interview conversation, but I really wanted to have this conversation after Mercury retrograde just because now we're really clear-minded, but Mimi and I wanted to talk about basically how there's more than one way to be spiritual and the restrictive rules that are kind of popping up online on TikTok and in the media. We just want to like debunk that and you know, really explain that there is definitely more than one way to be spiritual. So I hope that you enjoy this interview and I will be back at the end of the conversation to give you a little bit more information about superhuman meditations. Mimi, welcome. Oh my God, this is your first time on my podcast. Yes, I'm thrilled. I'm so excited. I'm so excited too. Well, welcome to the Cosmic Collective. I'm excited for our conversation today. Um, this is something that I I've been wanting to talk about for a while. I think I've even mentioned to you like some of the stuff on like quote unquote like fake woke TikTok and like just some of the ideologies that are kind of going around in the the spiritual community that are just I don't want to say wrong because everyone has their beliefs but are just so restrictive. Restrictive, unhealed, maybe some are even toxic. Some 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 of the things that people are sharing yeah. are toxic. So um yeah, I kind of want to start off with talking about how, how we kind of started the idea of doing this together because you got a message the other day and I think we should talk about it. (laughs) Yeah. This whole conversation was triggered by a message I got in my DMS and I ended up doing a whole post on it and you and I started chatting about it. And it really is part of a bigger picture, limiting belief that so many people have when they're trying to improve themselves. And that that topic is that you can't be a spiritual meditation person and also like luxurious things and also want to make a lot of money and also want to buy Bottega Veneta. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people think that you can't do both, but you really can. And I, I want to kind of start this episode off by reading the message I got and then reading my response because yeah, I put it. a lot of time into that response. And, um, okay. So let me pull it up. So I, it was funny because this message was actually in my hidden requests. Like on Instagram, you have your primary okay. folder, your general folder, your message request folder. And then deep down you have a hidden request folder that you never see. So for yeah. some reason I went and looked that morning at the hidden request folder and this was there. So I think that probably shows that this woman might have had a flagged account for other reasons, but it just shows the kind of person. Cause I really don't get that many bad messages anymore. Anyway. Right. <laughs> so I posted a picture of just my legs and Ben, my boyfriend's legs. Yeah. We were going out for dinner and we were sitting, waiting for the car to come. 
And uh, I was like, oh, this is a cute outfit. We both look cute together. I just took a quick pic. And I'm wearing Bottega Veneta high heels. Is that what really it? Know. I didn't yes. even notice. I was like, right. I just well, like those shoes. <laughs> yeah, not, no one really knows. Like Bottega Veneta is a designer that like isn't, very like it doesn't have a lot of labels it's like just high quality like weaved leather it's very not in your it's not in your face it's my favorite brand so yeah. I was wearing these shoes but no one really even knows what shoes these are it was just but it, it was a black and white photo it wasn't it was just a picture you, yeah. you can see it if you on my Instagram yeah and then so someone this this mom responds to it and she says there is a true genuine quality in people who have evolved they have nice things but do not need to constantly show people what they have. Great, you earned it, enjoy, but the constant focus is exhausting. I have three annual subscriptions to your app, two of which are for my daughters who are both starting to feel icky watching and listening to you. I share this not to make you feel bad, but to let you know how you are being received by young successful women. I wish you well, you have a lot to offer, but, some reflection and a shift away from the ego will feel more authentic on this side. So when I read that, I was like, okay, you're writing in a very mature way. Like this is kind of like, I actually looked in and I'm like, wait, is she right? Am I acting through a place of ego? But then I was like, wait, wait, I've done so much work on myself and I know my ego. I'm very familiar with her and she is not the side of me that likes nice things and the intention with what I post is actually not to show off. I don't feel like I even do that. I just no. show my life. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so a, it seems like yeah. it was a mature way to like. I'm not gonna say pass condescending. It, it was yeah, like, it was a condescending, mature, condescending message. Like you're young, you'll learn. You don't like, know anything. Your fault. You know yeah. nothing. Yeah, um, I don't like. So that. my response, my yeah. response is as follows. I I do a post on it. So I write down in my post, it is safe to create a world where you can wear nice things and also meditate. It is safe to dive into self-development work and also enjoy living a life of luxury. There is a true genuine quality in people that have evolved using her line. Yep. They deeply look into their triggers and self-reflect, understanding that how they feel is simply a reflection of themselves, trying to pressure others to change what they do, say, or wear to fit your mold of how the world works, in quotations, is unevolved. Someone's beliefs about me not being able to do both has nothing to do with me. I do not buy high-quality, luxurious items to show off. I buy them because it feels so darn aligned with the abundant, limitless, thriving Mimi that I seek to be. I love nice things. And it's safe for you to admit that to yourself too. Love. I'm here to show you what's possible. I'm here to inspire you and show you that you can do it too. I won't hide the life that I've so proudly created to be fragile to your own fears and limiting beliefs. I don't feel aligned with the traditional type of meditation teachers. It's never been me. That kind of style doesn't make me want to meditate. And I know so many of you guys feel the same way. I wasn't born to be a monk in a cave meditating on clearing my mind all day. I was born to follow my sole purpose of creating the life of my dreams and helping others do the same with my very unique approach to meditation. My meditations are all about manifesting and leveling up every area of your life with energy and purpose. They are so different to any other meditations out there, but that's what makes them unique. P.S. If you are a mother... I hope to God you are teaching your children that they are limitless. I hope you are teaching them to cheer for people doing well because it doesn't take away from their success. Feeling icky about others' success 
is a belief typically projected by parents to children at a young age, and it's incredibly limiting. Remember, you can have it all. You're born to live whatever kind of life your soul desires. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. And wow. we had hundreds of comments from people being like, I love how you wrote this because you shouldn't feel guilt for wanting nice, high quality items no. and also meditating. I, I, I understand how some people can try to think, oh, you know, if you're spending a lot of money on quote, the wrong things, that means you have an ego problem. Like I understand that people think that yes. way, but yeah. And sometimes it's true. Sometimes people put a lot of money into material items because they want other people to see them in a certain way. And it's all about the ego, but right. a lot of the time it's not that too. It, 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 it's like money. You only give it meaning with your energy. You can do good with it. You can do bad with it. There, yeah. There's not a be all end all. And I think that's the most important thing too. And I love how you worded it too, because there is such, such a misconception that, pardon me, <clears throat> there's such a misconception that if you are spiritual, if you live a very spiritually evolved lifestyle, that you have to live very minimally. You have to be a, like a full-on minimalist. You have to um, be very aware of your carbon footprint, which all of these things, what, from my personal standpoint, do you want to be a hoarder with a million things? I mean, you learn to see that the, the attachment to material things becomes less and less whenever you evolve out of ego, but that doesn't mean the nice things that you have, have an egoic attachment. And it doesn't mean that traveling doesn't mean you aren't aware of your effect on the planet. Like if anything, you're more aware. And so you purchase more consciously, you move more consciously. Does that make sense? Absolutely. The, the more that I evolve and do the work on myself, the more I want just high quality, simple pieces. I just cleared out my closet, like we were talking about off air. And that's like, it feels like a soul desire. When I went and looked at those Bottega Veneta shoes at the store, when I bought them, I was like, that's my soul desire. I want to wear these. I want to walk in these. It feels yeah. like me. And yeah. it wasn't ever bought to try to show off. If I wanted to show off, maybe I would have bought branded items that people know where they're actually from. Yeah. <laughs> or, or I would do it with a different feeling, or I would spend a lot more money on things. But it, it's never about that. And at the end of the day, whoever told you that you can't have both? Because I don't want to believe that. And I, and I don't think well, believing that would be inaccurate. It would be on a universal level false. Like, you, like I say this as someone who is very deeply connected to source, we don't incarnate on this planet to be limited, to be restricted, to have to choose between this or that, or the other thing. We are literally here to experience having it all. Does it take different lifetimes to become aware of that, to believe that, to manifest that? Yeah, hundred percent. But th that's the point of being here is to have it all and to do it ethically. And I think I had mentioned that to you when we were talking about it. It's like, if you think that being spiritual means you have to buy the cheapest thing because you need to be, I don't even know how the economic portion relates to the spiritual portion in all honesty, but 
if anything, the more money you make, the more you can buy sustainable and ethical clothing that isn't coming from children in a factory in China that isn't having as big as a, a carbon footprint on the planet or like all of these things, you can buy ethical clothing and ethical material items. And that's what blows my mind. It's like, are, I mean, because of this belief system, people are not noticing that. They're just thinking, oh, Louis Vuitton or Louboutin or Chanel or whatever the fucking brands are. I don't pay attention to them either. But it's like, it's so much deeper than that. It, it has nothing to do with that when you've truly evolved. Yeah, I, I at the end of the day, think that everyone's soul desires are different. Yeah. I know mine, like, you know, yours, like we're very familiar with what our true ambitions are and the true reason behind them. For me, I cannot, I I cannot stress enough. Like my soul desire is to live an abundant life and not just money abundant. I want abundance of love, abundance of health, abundance of, of bliss, of joy and of wealth. And I think a lot of people see quote the rich in a negative way. And that's the exact thing that's limiting them from making more money themselves. And I saw this in my personal life. My parents grew me up. Like they, they raised me telling me that rich people are unhappy because they both saw that in their lives. Um, you know, both my parents like didn't ever want to have more money because they saw their parents, uh, you know, if one of them made money, they would get in fights with the other parent or, you know, they had limiting beliefs around money so much. So they projected that onto my sister and I, as kids telling us rich people aren't happy. You should be thankful that we aren't rich basically like that. We don't have loads of money and brutal. It's so limiting. Thank God. I never agreed with it. I'd always argue with my mom on that point. (laughs) I truly at my core from birth, I was like, I'm here to be wealthy and abundant. That's it. Like I'm ready. Oh yeah. Yeah. I I just, I couldn't agree more with you. It it just like with money, you give it meaning, you know, I, I really, I can't, yeah, I can't stress that enough. You know, there are bad rich people, but there are really bad poor people too. There are good rich people and there are really good poor people, money, just like things. It's just energy and you put your intention behind it. Exactly. It's just an energetic exchange. It's just something that we trade for something in return rather than doing the barter system that we did thousands of years ago, they created money. And one thing that I see a lot with star seeds, and I even experienced myself was, um, because in the higher dimensions money is, it doesn't exist. It's strictly an earth related thing. And things are, you just do things for free because you want to, because you love helping and you love just being, um, a lot of star seeds will struggle with, well, I don't understand why we need money. That's okay. You don't have to like how money came about. You don't have to, on a soul level, agree with the structure of money in the, the macro cosmic scheme of things. But if you keep that as a barrier to who you are when you're living an earth life where this is the system that it works in and this is how it works on this planet, you're going to block yourself from being prosperous and from being abundant. You're going to constantly have bills coming up. You're going to constantly be in the negative. And I think that there is a, a really beautiful way to, as a soul, as a higher being channel into that positive energy of money is neutral. You get to decide what it means for you. And you like anything in the world, you can look at the negatives of COVID, for example, and all the tyranny and the manipulation that went on, or you can look at it as 
so many people introspected, they awakened, they started a meditation practice, they started their business. What angle are you going to take from it? Money is the exact same. And you have to learn how to use earth systems to your advantage as a star seed. It doesn't make you a bad soul. It doesn't make you a bad star seed. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, it's, it's complex for sure. But again, like you said, there are, there are good people with money. There are good people who are poor. And then there's obviously the opposite. We live in a dualistic planet. So yeah. And I also want to touch on like, cause you also talk about this often with me. It's like triggers because even if I did think something about someone that I follow on the internet, I don't ever, I can't think of a circumstance where I would message them a, me, a, a DM to try to get them to change for my satisfaction. Uh, you know, I, I really, I would just unfollow them. And I have a lot of people that have triggered me in a way, or I just don't really like their content anymore. So I've unfollowed them quietly and I don't have to announce that I'm unfollowing them. And I've just done that because we're human and not everyone's going to get along. Not everyone's going to like you or me. And I I'm totally okay with that. But yeah, the people that show their triggers show more than what they're trying to say. They show their lack of, of limitless thinking. They show potential jealousy because at the end of the day, if someone's angry that you have something that is technically desirable, which is a happy life, a happy relationship, you know, you've made your own money and you've seen some sort of success that really does show. And why would someone be frustrated with that? Uh, so at the end of the day, this woman didn't just choose to unfollow me and she could stay subscribed to my app with her kids if she wanted to, but she, she actually still follows me oddly enough. Um, it's, I just want to stress that it's, it's not healthy to follow people that give that anger you. And no. I, I have unfollowed people that bother me. I'm not saying that people don't bother me. They do. And that's like something I need to look into myself as to why they bother me. But I just, it doesn't make sense to me. Why follow people that give you that feeling when you see their stuff? It's not healthy. I think it's because it's not, it goes, it's not healthy. And I think it goes back to people trying to there's this common um, human condition with the ego. And it's that when someone is unhappy, which a lot of um, like 3D based, like ego based people who are stuck in jobs that they hate, they come home, they bitch about their job. And I say this with so much love and compassion, because I know what it's like to be in that position of not liking your job and, and not being happy with your circumstances. But they they seek the negative, they ruminate on the negative. And then because of that, they look outside of themselves for proof as to why they should and are justified to feel so negatively. And they negate their responsibility of understanding that if they shifted their perspective or um, put a mirror to their belief system and, and looked into it, that they're feeling negative because of what they're thinking. Does that make sense? <laughs> so absolutely. This person bless her entire being might have the very common social belief that it has to be financially wealthy, to be very successful. You have to work very, very, very hard to the point of exhaustion and burnout. Um, 
not to say that you don't work hard. Obviously you work hard. That's how you built a huge success. I work intentionally. I actually feel like it's quite effortless because I've gone to the core of changing my self image around being a business person. Yeah. So yeah, I work hard, but there are definitely people that work harder than me. I work intentionally. Yeah, exactly. And that's an energetic alignment. And I think a lot of people think, oh, if you're making that much money, you have to be working or to make that much money, you have to work 16 hour days, six days a week, seven days a week. You have yeah. to burn yourself out. Work has to be your only focus, but it's that belief and that actual habit of working in that kind of way that blocks abundance because then what you're saying to the universe this is actually a law of karma is i am willing to sacrifice my well-being my energy my mental health my happiness just to get money so then when yeah. you get money the way that the universe responds that to you is by giving you money filled with stress filled with exhaustion filled with burnout rather if you work towards money effortlessly you get more money and it comes with that effortless, effortless feeling. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And just to wrap up that message and the reason we're talking about it is because Mads and I, when we were discussing this on our voice notes, our weekly voice notes last <laughs> week, we were just talking about how more people need to understand that it's safe to do both because yeah. we're, I guess we're lucky enough to not have that belief. Maybe we used to in the past. I'm not sure about I you. Did. I didn't, you did. Okay. I didn't, I yeah. was born ready to go. Like I, <laughs> maybe because I was so motivated for my parents, not having a lot of money that I was like, this isn't what I need. Right. Um, but yeah, you did. And, and that's a perfect example of how you can have that way of thinking that you can't do both to yeah. then transform and transmute, as you say, into that thinking of yes, you can have both and you can have it all. You can have the amazing relationship and you can also feel happy and successful. You can't, you, you don't just have to have one. You can have a life where everything goes really well and you won't have that until you believe it's possible because you will literally like just self-sabotage something subconsciously if you don't truly believe it's possible. And what's funny is that, you know, we had spoken about this message on our voice notes and a couple hours later I got, I checked my hidden request again, just because that was an ego thing just to see if she had <laughs> Fair seen <enough>. the post <laughs> and I will, I'll put my hands up. Ego was in full effect. Then I was like, huh, okay. like, you know, but again, the actual post was from a very soul. It was face. It was, it was. It was beautifully said. Yeah. I didn't want to press any buttons or point fingers. It was more of like a, here's a learning lesson that you can actually do both. And this is why. Um, but I did go back and look and she had sent me like paragraphs. I didn't even read it at all. I just saw, I was scrolling and there was just wow. so many and at the end. It was like, I'm so sad for you. You like, and I'm like, Oh my God, she was like really mean. I didn't, I, I literally didn't even read anything. I just scrolled through and read the last line. Cause I know it wasn't worth my energy. Like I, I went in there thinking, okay, I'm just going to skim. And, um, but yeah, it just shows like the kind of person, like a mother of two young women trying to attack me and write all these things and like go crazy. It's like, you're in my hidden requests for a reason the, the world, the universe didn't think that this was necessary for me to see. I went in there and decided it was something I wanted to share when it comes to, you know, my audience and teaching them how I feel about this certain thing. But, um, it just comes to show like, you know, the type of person, like I would expect, and you and I would expect her to, to write stuff like that after I had done that post, because 
and she was writing something like from what I read it was like I am I'm a lawyer and I'm very successful and I'm like I'm not doubting your success, you know, like, so it was That's obviously an issue with her hit. about success. Exactly. Yeah. And exactly. I guess that goes into the whole working 16 hour days. Cause lawyers, they work at least 10 hours, at least. 10 yeah. Hours yeah. Bless them. We need them on this planet, but they work to exhaustion. And if she has felt the need to go in these paragraphs and defend her success, it's because she might still have that limiting belief that a lot of people in society have that is if one person is successful, it takes away the opportunity from someone else. But money is, it's, it's an overarching system. It is never ending. It is limitless. And it, it's just a number in your bank account at this point, you can always add numbers. It's not like we have physical, we still have physical money, but it's, we're kind of moving away from that in society. People don't really use cash a lot. Like it's not gold bars in a bank account or in a bank vault. It's a number in your account. You can grow it. Anyone can add a number to their bank account, but it takes mindset. And yeah, I think, you know, going back to how you grew up and how, what you believed and versus what I believed, I, I grew up in a, in a family, my parents, the one thing they taught me that I really loved was, um, choose a job that makes you happy over a job that gives you money. But when I never said you could do both. Exactly. And whenever they would talk about, um, and I love my family. I love my parents and I love their thought process. I respect it, but I also never agreed with it where it was like money is the root of all evil. Money can't make you happy. Um, um, being a millionaire is one in a million. It's, it's actually, it's not that rare. It's actually a lot more easy than you'd think. And I remember just in, in these dinner conversations of being like, but it's not one in a million living the life that you desire, getting everything you want. It's not one in a million, but I definitely have worked through these like ancestral limiting beliefs from having heard this growing up throughout my career of like, okay, I got voted in, in my, my 12th grade um, yearbook, but we had like a most likely two section. And at first it really pissed me off. Cause I wanted something more interesting, but now I look back and I think it was maybe a little bit more, um, predictive of my future. I got voted most likely to be a millionaire. And I remember the hall, I, I have chills. Oh my God. I, have chills. <laughs> I remember being in the hallway and I see it so clearly of like, I can feel my ego being like, that's it. And then I can feel my soul being like, yeah, I'm going to do that. No idea how, like no idea how still, even at some points, I'm like, no idea how, but I know, I know it is. And if I listen to the people who don't share that understanding of, or that belief that it is even possible for someone from my small town to get to that point, then it's going to block my beliefs. And I have to tune that out and remember why I came to this planet. And that's where I do a little bit more of my work individually. So similar to you, but, but different in a way where I've challenged it, but I'm also like, huh, okay. Still figuring it out. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. I love that. It's, it's really just personal choice, how much money you want to make. It is up to you and and you shouldn't try to limit others and try to put them down because you're scared. It'll make you feel bad if they get there, you know, because it all comes down to that. I want to actually give another example too, because my, one of my best friends, Tay, she posted a very similar post in mine when she was staying with me last week. Yeah. When she was staying with me, she 
got a DM from a girl that um, like was trying to send it to her friend, but accidentally you know, sent it to Tay. You know, no though, because she story I know. replied. She story replied. I know. So I saw that and I was like, that, that was rude. <laughs> that was, rude. it's very rude. And it's so strange because like, what is she even talking about? So just to give the listeners a backstory, my friend Tay, she lives a big life. She's obsessed with romanticizing moments and she truly lives. She truly lives a big life. Like she's always telling me, Mimi, life is beautiful. Like, it's just, I'm so grateful. And it's such an inspiring energy to be around. So uh, she posted a story when she was staying at my place and it was like on the balcony and it was like, oh my God, look at this beautiful life. I'm so blessed. This is amazing. Kay also doesn't drink anymore. She's like, she used to drink that too much alcohol, just like me when we were younger. And she's totally not into that anymore. Anyway, this girl responds back uh, saying, ha, 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 ha. She might have stopped drinking, but I think she's high. I saw that. I was and, almost like insulted on her behalf because she's been so transparent about her like journey to stop drinking. And it's just like, that's also such a sensitive, sensitive, sensitive topic. What kind of person even sends that to a friend? Imagine Mads, if I sent you someone's story that's like loving their life and I was like, huh, she's high. I'd be like, like yeah, good for her. God she's for high. Life. God forbid that she's naturally blessed to feel alive and feel that so grateful too. for being alive. But it's so strange. Just like how is it threatening for someone to be happy? Because I she was, but I think it like, is. Yeah, it but is. I think it is for people because they see people who, I don't know. I don't know exactly what it is. I've spoken with spirit on it. It's, it's very much a part of the ego human condition, but people see people who are happy and say, I can't have that. I can't feel like that. I've never felt like it's that. It's embarrassing. They try to like paint it as like, oh, that's embarrassing that she is like so, trying like, to make it on YouTube or that's embarrassing that she is like talking to the camera or that's embarrassing. It's like, you know, why are you triggered? Do you really want that deep down? It's because they feel, and I've, I've, I think I've said this about things before. It's because they feel that if they wanted that, that they couldn't show up in that way. Like, let's say like you mentioned the YouTube thing. Oh, she's starting on YouTube. That's so weird. Um, no idea what this is about, but like maybe because they want to do a YouTube channel, but they don't feel the confidence, the empowerment to show up and start the videos and to start producing for whatever internal blocks they have, whether it's confidence, self-worth, fear of outside judgment, which is a huge one for people. So then rather than again, mirroring, like looking within themselves and seeing how this mirrors them, they go and make fun of people who are happy. Like, how do you make fun of someone who's happy? And I mean, Mm -hmm. Tay wasn't high, but even if she was, why does that bother someone? Like let her live her life but I think it is more infuriating for people in their yeah. ego that she is 110% sober and living absolute total bliss. So, yeah. Yeah. It's just super weird. It's super weird how people just, I, I don't know anyone who would write a rude message to someone that they don't know online. Like, I really don't like, That's who true. are they? That's like, true. are you, are you, where are you? What are, who are you? <laughs> Because I don't understand. I, that's something I've never understood too, especially in the couple years that, you know, I've, I've known you and hearing just some of the messages that they're rare, 
but some of the messages that you'll get, it's like, do people think that a stranger is really going to change who you are? Whether this was, whether their interpretation of you was accurate, it never is when it's a negative message. But do you really think that even if it was a stranger's opinion is going to change who you are? Like, no, the only person who's going to change who you are is you. And there's nothing to change because you're doing it all from a soulfully aligned place. So I think it's just, um, I think it's just the limiting beliefs that society as a whole needs to work through and, and people need to be having more in their day-to-day lives with their friends rather than talking shit about someone, you know, mm-hmm. and sending them stories, talk about, Hey, like, look how happy she is. Do you think that we could do that? Like, why or why not? Like, why do you believe what you believe? Like have more deep conversations rather than talking crap about people. I don't know. Like, yeah, I couldn't agree more. Well, this, was definitely a rant that was needed. <laughs> I think so. We, yeah, we I both so. totally align. And for everyone listening, just it is safe to do both. You can yes, you can be happy, you can be successful. And even if you're feeling annoyed about someone you follow, the best thing to do is just unfollow them. You don't need to message them something rude. They don't they don't need to like, it's weird for you to message them something weird, something rude. And you don't need to try to limit others to make yourself feel better. I know it's like an instinctual thing that we all want to do as humans, but it's just, it will make you feel worse in the long run. And it's embarrassing. Cause it, it feeds into your limiting beliefs and you're just going to stay playing small because of that. And, and what if one day you like had an opportunity working with this person or like you meet them and you might become friends or like, you know, something, you never know what's going to happen in the future. Like yeah. that woman that messaged me, she like was messaging me before I saw that she's like, she lives in the Bahamas. She was like asking who, who's building my house. Like I hadn't seen it because it was my hidden request. So I never answered, but it's like, you just burnt that bridge because it's a very small place here. What if that like we were to yeah. meet or something would have happened? Like you just never know. And it's, yeah, it's, just be kind. There's already so much going on in the world. Be kind and let people inspire you. Letting yourself be inspired by other people doesn't mean that you're not good enough. It means that you're being motivated rather than being invalidated externally. Take it as a being inspired externally and apply that within yourself. And I, there's a, just to finish us off here, there's a book by Jen Sincero. Um, you are a badass at making money. It's genius, genius book, this woman. And Um, she says, you know, you don't have to, you know, be a a billionaire or a kajillionaire to, you know, have the life that you want, but think of your dream life. Think of everything you would want to experience. And then realistically write down the number of money that you would need to make every month to live that life. That's your dream desired salary. Make that happen. And I think that's the best way to leave people off on, on our little rant tangent here of, design your dream life and then figure out what number you need to make it happen. And then listen out for your, from your intuition for your next step. Cause it's possible. And remember it gets to be this good. I love that quote. I know, it gets to be this good. It gets to be this good. You can have it all. So I love it. Amazing. Thank you so much for having this rant with me. Super appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. Perfect. Midday. Oh chat. (laughs) Perfect way to start our week. (laughs) Well, guys, I hope that you enjoyed this episode with Mimi and that it was really insightful for you to really understand that, well, like Mimi said, you can have it all. 
there is no rules to being spiritual. That's religion, right? And it's okay to practice what makes sense for you, but spirituality doesn't have rules. I think, if anything, the only rule of spirituality is to live through light and love, to do everything from your heart center, to speak with love, to do with love, to have the highest of intentions for yourself and for the greater good. And whatever that looks like for you, that's your spiritual lifestyle. Spirituality is a spectrum. I know I always relate things back to the dimensions. It's a big focus and specialty for me. Um, You know, there's 3D spirituality. There's 5D spirituality. There's 7D spirituality. There's so many different layers and levels to living spiritual lifestyles. You know how Mimi mentioned that she didn't want to live in a cave and clear her mind all day with meditation. That wasn't, that's not what she desires in this life and that's okay. And then there are, definitely you know spiritualists and intuitives who who do in fact want a lifestyle like that there's people all across the spectrum and don't let anyone tell you that just because you want nice things or because you love money or because you work in corporate america or whatever it may be that you can't be spiritual i have coached so many clients who do variable amounts of things living their soul purpose and their spiritual purpose in this life their spiritual lifestyle and it doesn't necessarily have a spiritual undertone I, I know people who work in PR I know people who work in government I know people who work for banks and these are all different soul purposes that they have chosen for this life but it's not what you're doing that matters it's how what you do makes you feel that's how you know you're living in alignment if it feels good for you not because of what people will think of you or because of the number in your bank account but it just feels good you feel secure you feel expansive you feel connected to source that's what you need to be following for some people that feeling comes from a very simple life and that's okay but for other people it comes from a very extraordinary life I know for me, I want to become as rich as possible in this life, not because I think money changes a person, but I know that money in the right hands can change the world. And I'm getting chills as I say that. And I've seen that happen in in this you know incarnation. I think we've all seen what money can do in the wrong hands. Imagine what being a millionaire is like with your morale, with your goals, with your dreams for this earth. And don't feel like you have to be limited or that there's, you know, the proverbial ceiling, right? Like you can't, you have to, you can only get to a certain point. There is no ceiling. There is just the sky and the cosmos and your own limitations. And as you break through those limitations and you follow your intuition, you're going to move so deeply into purpose and you're going to live your spiritual lifestyle, regardless of how that looks to other people's spiritual lifestyle. And if you're looking to develop your intuition, my 14-week training program starts late next week. So the week of, well, we're the 13th right now, so about 10 days from now. So if you're wanting to develop your intuition, click the link below and I can give you more information. We can have a discovery call and chat about it. You can also find it on my website under my services. Just go to the group training module and it'll lead you to the page where you can get some information on it as well. 
And if you're wanting to begin your meditation journey or try it again, I swear by superhuman meditations and I promise you I'm not just saying that because Mimi and I are friends. I actually met her because of what was formerly Mimi Method. Superhuman was formerly Mimi Method. And I had really liked her app when I had messaged her. And that's how our friendship sort of like budded. Um, And these meditations, even as a psychic medium, are super, super great. I always get something so profound out of it. But they're also super pragmatic for those of you who want something that is more, I guess, humanly focused is the way that I could put it. She literally has meditations for everything. And what I love about the app is it's not just seated meditations. In fact, my favorite category on the app outside of seated is cleaning meditations. If you haven't tried it, trust me, get your mop bucket out, get your vacuum and get your all-purpose spray and put on a cleaning meditation. You will feel a whole different level of renewed. And she also has meditations for flying. If you're anxious flying, she has travel meditations, getting ready meditations. She has meditations before you go on a date, for when you have a family argument, for you and your partner to more deeply connect. She has writing meditations to help you comb through the thoughts and the goals and the aspirations you hold in your mind to get them on paper and to create a plan. So I hype it up because I love it. I loved it before her and I were friends, so please trust that I wouldn't recommend it to you if I didn't swear by it. And I have the link below for Superhuman Meditations linked in the description. It is the Apple App Store link, so if you do have an Android or Samsung or any other kind of phone, just go into your App Store and type in Superhuman Meditations. And once you download it, you get a free two-week trial with the app, which is incredible. There are hundreds, several hundreds at this point, I believe, of meditations on the platform. And there's new meditations added every day. So you're going to definitely find something that works for you. And if you try it out, send me or Mimi a DM. Let us know how you're enjoying it. Definitely send it to Mimi. Um, And yeah, I hope that you guys enjoyed this little rant tangent that we had about you know, more than one way to be spiritual. And I hope it was insightful and comforting for you. So I will see you next Monday in our next episode. And until then, go be your most divine self. I love you. You're amazing. See you later.